Hi, this is Kenya Koviak, and welcome to my magical cottage core life. Today, we're going to do a little something fun. <clears throat> so turn to your big book of stuff and go to the cooking section. And if you have a subheading for cooking with kids or children, this would be the day. Today, we are going to discuss how to make fake Nana pudding. All right, so let me be clear. We're not talking about getting plastic refrigerator magnets made in the shape of bananas and going outside and making little toys and doing that. No, this is actually a real pudding-based dessert that does have actually bananas in there, but it is not a traditional banana pudding because traditional banana pudding, you would need to cook it through. There's a lot more steps to traditional banana pudding, which is why I'm calling it fake Nana pudding, because this is something you can do with other little bitty hands. In other words, children, you can do this together and there's no cooking involved. That way you don't have to worry about little fingers getting burned or even your fingers getting burned and heating up the kitchen when summer months are coming up. So sit back, enjoy, get a pen, and I'm going to share with you my recipe for Mommy and Brenna, my daughter's name is Brenna, Mommy and Brenna's Fake Nana Pudding. Let's get started. So the first thing you want to do is, of course, wash your hands. And I usually take it for granted that people know to wash their hands, but when you have little people, you kind of, especially if you're listening to this together, you kind of want to make sure we re-emphasize that. Always wash your hands. Always dry your hands. And little people, don't just put your hands under the water. You have to rub them together with the soap. Always wash your hands. Once you're washed and dried and everything's ready and all of your dishes and utensils are clean, we can go to the next step. So first thing you're gonna do after all that is select your bananas. Now, if they're super like greenish yellow, that may not be the best kind. When they are greenish yellow, they're a little hard and they're not really meant to be eaten that way. Actually, you can roast them, but that's another another episode. I'll teach you how to make roast bananas with corned beef maybe one day, I don't know. But you want the bananas to be really ripe. They don't have to be the dark brown spotty color, which is when they are actually ripe. Uh, they don't have to be that far gone like you would make for banana pudding. But they are, excuse me, we are making fake banana pudding, but like you'd make for banana bread. But you do want them to be well ripened. The next thing you'll need is a large bowl. And after that, you'll need a serving bowl. And it should be pretty large because we're going to have to arrange things within that bowl. You'll need a spoon, you'll need a can opener, or a bowl and a pitcher of water. You're going to need either instant banana pudding or a can of banana or a can of vanilla pudding. Yes, it comes in cans. Or if you can get the little containers of pre-made pudding, you'll probably need a four pack of those. I'm not mentioning brand names because I'm not sponsored like that. And you'll need a box of either vanilla wafers or 
If you don't want to use those, you can use butter cookies. I know, I know, but trust me, trust me. It's tasty and it'll be fun. It'll be so much fun when we get this done, okay? And if you're not serving it right away, uh, maybe some plastic wrap or beeswax cloth to cover it. Did I teach you how to make those yet? I'll have to look back through my episodes. If I didn't, I'll do that as the next episode, okay? All right, so once we've got those things all together, I guess we're, oh, and you'll also need a knife, preferably a plastic one for little fingers, and maybe some aprons. Yeah, definitely some aprons, because this can get messy. All right, let's get started for the next part. So now that you've got everything all combined as far as in your workspace, you're ready to go. Everybody's clean. Everything is clean. We've got our aprons and we've got everything set up. It's time to start our fake Nana pudding and you will not need the oven for this. Open up your puddings, however that may look. If they're in containers, if they're in cans, open up your puddings. But if you don't have instant pudding that's already done as far as pre-made pudding, and I usually use the pre-made pudding in the can, then you need to actually make up a batch of banana pudding according to the directions. You can either use milk, almond milk, or you can actually, uh, if you can't use nut milk, you could use coconut milk. It will have a different consistency, so use a little bit less, just a tiny bit less, until it gets to the consistency that you would like. And make your instant banana pudding. Now if you don't like banana pudding, you can go with the vanilla pudding, but it's not quite the same. It's a little bit more fun with the banana pudding, but vanilla pudding works just fine. I personally prefer the vanilla pudding by myself, but I use the banana when I'm doing it with my daughter. Okay, so get your pudding all together and whipped up and made up or put into the big, big bowl. Like, bloop, bloop, bloop. Next thing you're going to do, whip it up a little bit with a spatula or a spoon. So it's nice and creamy and well combined. And then after you've got your pudding ready to go, you're going to take your bananas out. You're going to let it sit in the refrigerator. Now you're going to take your bananas out and you're going, that's fine. It can stay at room temperature, but if it's really hot outside, you want to be careful and put it into a shaded area because you don't want it to get too warm. Okay, so cut up your bananas into little slices. I usually cut them up no thicker than maybe four quarters thick. That's about a quarter of an inch. But if you don't have a ruler handy, uh, you can guesstimate or you can use uh, four quarters for a guide as how thick the banana slices usually are. So cut up a whole bunch of them. It's up to you how many that would be. Usually about five bananas would work, maybe four, depending on the size of the batch you're making. Once that's done, put those in a bowl. And I know it's going to be kind of slimy. Trust me, it's worth it. Now comes the cookie part. So you got your bananas and you're putting to the side. So we take out our cookies. If you have vanilla wafers, that's the most traditional kind of cookie for this. If you do not, you can use butter cookies. 
Now, when I say butter cookies, I mean those really thin cookies that look like little flowers because it's a fun thing to use. That's the only thing that I would substitute in this particular recipe for vanilla wafers because they're light enough and thin enough to make it work. If you use anything heavier, it might not work in the same way that you would want it to. So the first thing you're going to do is now this is where <laughs> this is where we we find out whether or not you're a messy person or a neat person. If you're like me, you'll put a little bit of just the tiniest thinnest layer of pudding on the bottom of the bowl and then put your first layer of cookies in. If you're a very neat person, you might put the cookies first. The reason I put the pudding in the bottom first the, is because I don't like them to slide around. I want them to stay the way I want them to stay. So you're gonna layer your cookies, put a thin layer of pudding, put a layer of banana slices, and another layer of pudding, and another layer of cookies, and you're gonna keep doing that all the way to the top, and on the last one, you should kind of estimate it to where the last row should be covered in just the cookies. All right, just cookies. There shouldn't be like, oh, I'm just gonna put pudding on the top. You could, but it, it's not as neat looking to me, but it's up to you. But it really should, um, it keeps better too in the refrigerator if you put the cookies on the top. So once you've done that, you can either serve it right away or you can put it away to chill for a while in the refrigerator or just set it to the side. The reason you don't wanna eat it right then though, I mean, you could, but if you let it sit for at least 10 minutes, the pudding will begin to saturate the cookies and they'll be nice and soft, but still have a little bit of crunch to them, that's the tiniest bit. But the longer it sits, the better it will be, the more of, of a delectable delight it will be, okay? So, how do we serve this? Well, let me tell you. Fake Nana pudding is usually served best on the side of a regular meal, but it can be a dessert or a snack by itself. Now, I know it's really sweet and you're probably thinking to yourself, this is not okay. This is just too sweet. It's not something that's good for a snack but that is not necessarily completely accurate because you've got it filled full of fresh bananas and they are so tasty in there they are yummy they will change color just a bit but they'll be covered by pudding so how will they know they'll never know so you scoop it out with a large uh, serving spoon onto a plate and better get a bowl, but onto a plate and that's it. I mean, what you could serve on the side would be something light. I wouldn't serve hot dogs because of the breading. So if you do serve something to the side, try to have something that is not necessarily doughy. Putting a doughy thing with that, it just doesn't work very well. You might go along the line of possibly treating it like a dessert rather than a side so if you do that uh, chicken would be good <laughs> I love chicken with this but if you don't want to use meat because you don't have to use meat you could have cauliflower wings if you can't use flour 
to coat the cauliflower wings you could also easily have a really nice broccoli salad so you have your healthy side over here with the broccoli and the raisins and the dressing and everything else and on this side you've got this yummy yummy dessert so you you can work that out and again it's an after-school snack it's a serving of bananas and that keeps up our potassium and a lot of us are especially if you put milk to make your pudding a lot of us are low on vitamin D, so that could be a boost of potassium and of vitamin D if you put milk in that pudding. See how that works? So now you're actually kind of healthy. Yeah, I know I'm pushing it, but I'm trying. Okay, so what else? What's the next thing? The next thing would be for us to say goodbye. I know, right? That was a quick episode. But it's pretty easy. It's a simple recipe. It's fun. And again, you can do it together with a child. You can do it by yourself. It's a quick dessert to whip up for friends at a garden party. Maybe if you have little sausages or little hors d'oeuvres, then you have that as a dessert. And it goes really well with something like a smoothie or... Um, I've even seen people use it with apple juice. It's a weird combination of flavors, so you try it out first before you serve it to someone else because just because you like something doesn't mean that someone else will. So always keep that in mind. And understand this is not gonna taste like homemade cooked banana pudding because we didn't cook it. It has a different consistency. But for a quick deal, especially if you were a working mom, and that's what I was, it was a working mom, this was quick and easy and something I could just make my daughter and I happy and enjoy in a little bit of amount of time. So I do love sharing these things with my friends and we're friends, right? And I hope to see, you know have you come back and uh, possibly leave a comment on my Magical Cottage Core Lives Life on Facebook or maybe hang out in the Shire and share some of your own experiences. And you can find my podcast here or on Spotify or many other platforms. So maybe share it out. Uh, if you've made something like that, let me know in the Shire. All right. Thank you so much for listening. And I'll see you next time on My Magical Cottage Core Life. <laughs>